Click, click, boom. No Kyle Shanahan tonight. What's going on, Faithfuls? The Nothing But Niners crew is back, and we're here to bring you guys more Midnight Madness. This is episode two of the new series. We're going to be bringing you guys. I'm your guy, 49ers Mike underscore NFL. And to my right on camera is my guy, Brian. He is Stater underscore Niner. Brian, how you feeling, man? What's going on with you? I feel great. I'm happy to get this second show going. Mm-hmm. Now, we always we said that uh, we're going to do these a little bit different than how we do the other shows, where before we just jump right into the question, because these are a little bit longer, right. we're talking anywhere from five to 15 minutes longer, um, we're going to do, you know, on Twitter today. That's what that's what I'm going to call this uh, little segment that we are going to do. Okay. Right. So um, sometimes it'll be like just the latest news or whatever. It's always going to be the latest news. But anything from the 49ers that came to someone's attention today, uh, we're going to we're going to play it across the screen or we're going to show it on the screen and just get some thoughts on it. And then we'll jump into the questions. OK, so this is what I saw on Twitter today that I couldn't wait to pick your brain about. No, no, no. Uh, Hayden Winks, percent of receptions coming on screens, jet sweeps, and leak. Number one in the entire NFL was Debo Samuel with 52%, followed by Antonio Brown at 40%, Jalen Rager at 36%, Braxton Bar- 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 Barrios at 30%, and Miko Hardman, 29%. Brandon Ayuk was at 18%. I'm actually, actually surprised. surprised. Actually, actually, I'm getting double uh, off your microphone again or something. Uh-oh. All right. All right. Hold on. I hear, I hear myself. My bad, man. It's My all bad. good. I'm actually surprised that Ayuk's numbers are that low. I mean, just not looking at the numbers in, you know, at online or anything, just, you know, remembering game tape. I just felt like there was more coming out of the backfield for him, but I guess not. Yeah, um, you know, I, I I agree with you. You thought it would have been more than that, but that's that's a high percentage of yards coming from behind the line of scrimmage. Um, Absolutely. So I'm going to ask you: <laughs> Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Well, if that's what Kyle set up to do, then I guess it's a good thing. I mean, if that's the way he wants to play, uh, or do the play calling and that's what works to the benefit of the players, right? The strengths of the players. That's always what you want to do is play to their strengths. And if that's Debo's strength, then, then I'm all for it. I, I don't think that's what Kyle wanted to do. If 52% of his yards. Oh no, that's percent of receptions coming on screen. So how many of it, because, right. All right. So, I don't know how many receptions Debo had this year, and it's easy to look up in Google really quick, but I imagine that he is going to be an 80-plus catch guy a year. Probably. Okay. That's um, fair. You don't want 40% of them coming behind the line of scrimmage or at the line of scrimmage or, or 50% of them at that matter. That's a lot to start from nowhere. Like I you agree. Wanna... But they're calling those plays for a reason, you know. Yeah. Oh man. All right. I mean, I, I, know I don't know. Not, I wasn't really I know excited it's not about what it. We all it. discuss what we want to see. We want to see, you know, the ball getting thrown further down the field, you know, so the guys don't have to seemingly work so hard with the ball in their hands. You know, if you, you know, Jimmy or Trey can get the ball down, you know, nine, 12 yards, and then you get your yak going. That's great. 
You know, when you're right. throwing a lateral or a plus one, and then you have to, you know, work to just to get the first down. Exactly. You know, we didn't we didn't want we don't want to see that. But if that's what's working in Kyle's play system, then I mean in his in his scheme, then I then I guess we better get used to it. <laughs> right. I I think some things change. And that I would like to see what those numbers were in 19 too, though. Right. I know, right? I wish I knew how to look that kind of stuff up, but I don't. So all right. Let's get to these questions. Let's have some fun and faithfuls. If you're out there, it is time to send your questions. That is going to conclude our on Twitter today segment. All right. So here we go. Have you guys played high school football? If so, what position? Now, this is good. Danny jumped in here. He typed this in nice and early. This is actually one of the questions that we didn't get to because we talked about it uh, after the show. So I'll let you go first here. Uh, what was your what was your answer? So, um, I mean, as long ago as it was, like 30 years, um, when I was in high school, uh, I was about five, six and a buck 25 soaking wet. And <laughs> I, I played on both offense and defensive sides of the ball. I was a uh, halfback and I played slot receiver. And then on the defensive side, I, I shifted between linebacker and safety, depending on what the coach needed me to do. Um, and then I played a little bit more when I was in the Navy, just some intramural stuff. And that was almost exclusively uh, tailback and uh, and slot receiver. Yeah. Uh, same uh, as far as, you know, having to go on both sides and then the weight discrepancy compared to what I am now. Holy smokes. Um, but uh, it was wide receiver and corner. And I had a passion for uh, quarterback as well, but I was too small. I didn't have a I played only in my freshman year and I was probably five, six, like you said. I yeah. was I was a little twerp at the time. Uh, my head and my feet were the biggest things on my body. It was Bobby's world, man. It was, it yeah. was crazy. Yeah, and I only grew like two inches. I'm five eight now, and that's on a good day, you know. <laughs> but I put on about a hundred pounds, you know. So it's you yeah. Know. No, I, I did have a real growth spurt. I, I finally got the six feet, so I'm, I'm happy there. At least that's what my license says. Um, what's your favorite flavor tea? All right, let's start with that one. DJ Malone sent us a, a couple of different ones here. So, uh, what's your favorite flavor of tea? Um, I actually like a. Uh, it is a blueberry and a side tea. Blueberry and a side. Uh, my answer changes depending on if it's hot tea or cold tea. Um, well, I love sweet tea. If that's the way you're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like if it's if it's a warm tea, uh, I I pretty much like any flavor um, of like a hot tea. I I would do this uh, thing where I was doing this uh, no sugar diet, and I bought all these different kind of just flavor teas just to try them out. And I can't. There was one that I didn't like, but I don't remember what it was. There was like only one flavor that I didn't like. When I tried apple cinnamon, like a, a whole bunch of different stuff, uh, it was all really good. Um, if it's cold tea, um, I like uh, what is it? Is it Crystal Light? Is that the one? It's Crystal Light. If yeah. it's cold, uh, okay. like a, a strawberry, um, a strawberry lemonade iced tea type. You thing. like your strawberry, I know. Yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> um, would you rather wear a home jersey or a road jersey or Color Rush? Um, I only own. I think. Yeah, I think I only own one 49ers jersey. Um, and that's actually my NBN crew, and that's a uh, home red. Um, I went with that. Um, I did like the uh, the throwbacks that we used in '19 with the white, you know, the the throwback to '94 season or whatever it was. Um, 
but I don't I don't particularly care for just the white and with the red letters like our current uh, jerseys are. Yeah, um, it's weird. I like wearing the whites, but I sweat a lot, and I always spill something red on them. I mean, you guys see, I'm wearing a a white one today, so it's uh it's my preference, but it doesn't work. It's not practical. So give me the reds. Uh, I'll stick with the reds, but. I, I do like the white ones. Um, Bulbasaur, Charmander, or Squirtle. These are names of Pokemon. Right. Right? Right. And I don't have a preference, but I guess if I'm going to choose one, since I am a Chinese dragon by year, I will go with the Charmander. <laughs> I like I like Charmander, too, because I'm not afraid of a turtle that shoots water or a, or a, I don't know what Bulbasaur was, but it had leaves. Yeah, he had like a bush growing on his back or something. Yeah, nah, man, flame on, bro. Like you gotta, you gotta go out there and, and burn some shit up, you know. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with Charmander all day. Any nickname ideas for Tony and Breezy? Well, Breezy is his nickname, and mm -hmm. Tony's the GM. I already have nicknames, so I'm not sure. We'd Mike and I, I don't think, have particular secondary nicknames for them that I'm aware of. So, no, uh, it's clearly Squirtle as Tony <laughs> and Bulbasaur as <is> Breezy. <laughs> All right, uh, let's, let's let's keep it moving here. Um, what's on your guys' wish list for Father's Day gifts? This is a cool question from Callie Bill. Um, go ahead. I had um did I have a I have an actual wish list? I, I sent my wife this backpack. So I carry uh I carry a backpack with me everywhere I go. Got my medication in the front and some other stuff inside that I won't go over on the air because YouTube will boot us off. Uh but I keep my, my tablets in there, like whether it's for work or whatever, all my electronics. Um and so I need another one because this one's starting to get some frays and stuff like that in it. So I found this like hard shell one with a lock on it and everything. And I'm like, Oh, I got to get that. I got to get that backpack. So uh, I did put that on the list. I think that's the only thing that, uh, that I said I wanted. I didn't necessarily say for father's day, but I said I wanted it because I don't usually ask for gifts. So I'm with you. I don't usually ask for gifts either. I think that uh father's day seems to get passed over usually most of the time anyway. I mean, you get little gifts and stuff like that from the kids, usually whatever they made in school or something. Um, but uh, this year I actually got everything early. I got a, uh, we like the Mandalorian and, and little Grogu and all that stuff with the, the, the new series out. And so my kids actually bought me one that says dad DeLorean and it's got, it's a, it's custom made. So it's supposed to look like me in a Mandalorian outfit, but I don't have my helmet on, so I can't be a Mandalorian. Um, and then my wife got me, I love blankets. I'm always cold because of my thyroid. So I, I always have some sort of a throw or something on. And she got me one that you probably see them on the internet. It's like, you know, uh, my, my husband or whatever, I'm the wife of the husband and out there killing it. And it's like really super long. I'd have to go get it. It's like two nice. paragraphs. Um, but yeah, so she, she got that for me this year. That's good stuff, man. That's really good stuff. You know, uh, maybe we'll, you know, once Father's Day comes, we can show some of the stuff that we got on here. That would be pretty cool. Um, I think YouTube would ban me for some of the stuff that I got also. It, it seems like 
we're like inappropriate people. I, that's the second time I said that in one little section. So we'll keep it going. But yeah, you know, uh, the gifts from kids are always cool. I hope my son even remembers at his father's day. Like, this kid is always like in a, in a video game and just going on about his business. Like, so right. we'll, we'll see what happens. And without a reminder, I don't want him to have to be reminded. It would be nice that he just, you know, remembers it. Uh, we did get some early Father's Day wishes here from everybody, uh, from people. Thank you, Melissa. Thank you. Uh, here we go. Kevin Jeter. Do you think Lance enters enters camp as Jimmy's equal, or does he need to prove himself in camp before they split reps? Well, I think that they'll split reps just in the beginning. I think that they're – I don't think that they're looked at as equals. I think that they're looked at with the plan of Trey will succeed – or succeed, excuse me, or – yeah. We'll, we'll replace Jimmy. That is the plan. That's going to happen. You know, when it happens, we don't know. Um, but, you know, they made it pretty clear that um, – or it seems like Kyle made it pretty clear that it's going to be a, a competition. And, uh, you know, I think from my standpoint, I think Lance has an uphill fight to get Jimmy's job. Um, not to say it can't happen, um, but, you know, he's young. He missed a year of football. You know, there's a lot of things that go into that, so – Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, I know that they were splitting reps at, at uh, during uh, OTAs, but uh, as far as how it goes in camp, I imagine that they, they continue to have them splitting reps. Uh, Kyle Shanahan went on Tim Kawakami's podcast and said that Trey Lance is quarterback two on the depth chart. Right. And if he wins one, then great. But if he doesn't, he's still quarterback two. Uh, that tells me that there's going to be some sort of small uh, playbook for in the event that Jimmy goes down or something and he's needed. Uh, it sounds to me like the job is Jimmy's and when Lance is ready, they'll, they'll make the switch. But until then they're not rushing him. They're going to let uh, him sit back and learn. And I think like Brian, that could take some time. I really, really do. So like you said, someone who's only played one year in college ball. And then of that one year, he missed all of last year. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's just coming in here and just taking over uh, the way, you know, some of us would like him to. So, right. Uh, those are my thoughts on it there. Um, Bobby T says, Mike, did you make your kids like the Niners because you're a fan or do you give them freedom to like any team that they choose? No, I, I definitely let my kids uh, like any team that they want when they are old enough to speak on it themselves. So as babies, you know, I teach them like, go Niners or Niners. Like that was my thing. Like I, my son, I made him Niners. But then when my son realized that his dad was a, a Broncos fan, he was like, oh, maybe I'll watch the Broncos this Sunday. And I'm like, where's the receipt for this kid? Can we send him back? Like, <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, no, I uh, I always encourage my kids to think on their own. Uh, you know, my dog's name is Niner. A lot of people think that I picked that. That was my kids. That wasn't that wasn't me. Like, it was just, you know, I think they see that how passionate we are about something and they just naturally – Right, know, start cheering and everything for it. You know, they gravitate to it. Uh, but how about you? What do, what do you do? Um, no, I mean, I don't push any of that stuff on either of the kids. Um, but both my neither one of my boys were interested in football at all. Um, I we played catch, I think, twice when they were younger, and my son missed it and hit him in the mouth. And he was like, There'll be no more throwing balls anywhere around here. And so, yeah, he was young, didn't like it. Um, but we were stationed in Washington when Seattle was having their heyday and all of his friends were all about the Seahawks. So I had to deal with um, my oldest is uh, 
not really a, a football fan, but he gives me a hard time when the Seahawks win just because. Um, but when when they were Super Bowl champs, um, we were up there during that time frame, and so he, of course, was all over the Seahawks for the for the moment. But um, he's not a fan of any team right now. Neither mm-hmm. of my boys are. All right. Well, it's good to know that they don't like the Seahawks. Right. Well, Joe, Joe, my youngest, he he does wear because I buy him 49ers crap all the time. So he's got a hoodie and mm-hmm. you know sweatshirts and other, you know both the same. A zip up jacket. I mean, uh, hell yeah, get them. And then when they say they like something different, then you stop. But till then, why not? Right. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on River Craycraft and does he make the team? Well, we can't give you that information yet because we still got to do the offensive breakdowns. <laughs> um. That's a good answer. My my thoughts on him are he's he's a, a little shifty guy. I did see that he added on some significant weight this offseason um to get a little bit healthier. Um but I I'll be completely honest with you and this this won't affect what I say on the show uh, later on, but I have no idea who this kid is on the field. I know the name, I've heard the name, we've said the name for now, you know, a season and a little more here. But that's really all it's been. I can't tell you I've seen him do anything uh, impressive. I, there was that one game where they kind of force-fed him the ball, and I wasn't overly enthused about that. It was just, you know. So I, I don't have any thoughts on him as a player uh, as of right now. Yeah, I don't want to give any away until we do the breakdowns for that as far as that's concerned. All right. Excluding Bosa, who y'all think gets the most sacks this year? It's a good question. Hmm. Really good question. Um, I'll go out on a limb and go with what I've been saying for a while, and I think it's going to be D Ford. He's going to surprise the hell out of everybody. I fucking love that answer, Ryan. <laughs> I love that answer, and I hope you're right. Um, I'm going to go with Eric. I, let me, okay, so <laughs> no, you're, you're la- a big part of me wanted to say Eric Armstead. Uh, like, I feel like if they put him back on the inside where he's supposed to be playing, he'll get busy again. But um, I'm I'm not going to say Eric Armstead. Uh, I'm going to go with a surprise player here and go with Kevin Givens. Oh, nice. I'm going to go with Kevin Givens. All right. Uh, probably not gonna happen but i'll stick with it for now yeah we're probably both wrong but you know it is yeah. <laughs> uh let me see where do we go here all right here we go my question to you all more or mckivitt or coleman or other as a new backup swing tackle now that school is gone that's from melissa so i think that for me that's going to come between more and mckivitt's i think uh coleman's year off is going to bite him in the ass um, and I didn't have school making the roster to begin with. So, um, I think it's going to come down to, you don't invest those picks. I mean, I think schools had, a, had an opportunity if he'd have been available, then maybe he made the team, um, as the swing, but obviously that's out, out of the window now. So, uh, I think it's more McKivitt. I think one of those two guys ends up in that spot. I'm going to stick with Sean Coleman. Um, I, we, we didn't discuss this position. Oh, I know what it was. It was after the injury and, uh, and all that stuff, but. I, I've said before, this team has had an opportunity to move on from Coleman, what I think is twice now, and they won't do it. They saw something in this, and he's a former first-round pick, right? Right, but 
well, I won't get into a whole the whole thing, but there, it's a money thing for me. I mean, it's not a lot, but it's you know you're upwards a million dollars to uh, to have him go away. <laughs> so yeah, they may yeah. find some. That's like Travis Benjamin. I think that he's not going to make the squad either. I think that uh, and that's going to be a money a financial thing. I mean, we'll talk about that when we do the offensive side of the ball. But mm-hmm. absolutely, uh, Hurst or Key or both X Raiders make the team, and how much? Um, I'm not sure the how much part. Right. But uh, I'm going to – damn. Well, we just did our D-line breakdowns, and so I think you had both, and I only had Key making it um, just because of how I broke Did down. I have Key making it? Yeah, I thought you had both of them making it. Hmm. All right. I could be wrong, but I thought no, you had No, no, no. I, th- I think you're right. Because I, I thought you had right. all I know. I, I remember thinking like – I thought you had Kerr, Key, and Hurst making it. Yeah, I remember thinking like this guy flamed out, but it was also Oakland. They don't know what the hell they're doing, like that. I remember thinking that. So, right. uh, yeah, um, and I think as far as who would be more productive, um, I think if you're talking about just tackles and effectiveness, it will be Hurst. Uh, as as far as pass rushing, I think it would be key. All right, uh, here we go. We now have the highest paid fullback in NFL history. Do you see Juice getting the ball more? Um, Juices from the day he signed his contract with the Niners uh, in free agency, he was the highest paid fullback in history. Um, no, no fullback ever had a contract like that. And uh, no, I don't think that we see him get the ball more. I think there's too many weapons on this team now. And I know that sounds crazy. People are saying, oh, we need another wide receiver. We need another wide receiver. But that's just wide receiver. When you factor in Kittle and all these different running backs and uh, whatever, whoever the opposite tight end is, I can't see Juice getting the ball more than once or twice a game. I mean, he had – I think they said something like 19 catches last year or something low like that. It wasn't It wasn't a whole lot. So I can't see I can't see there being a major uptick. If Kyle Juszczyk is leading the team in receptions or, or getting significant snaps uh, as far as uh, targets, the team is in trouble. The team is in trouble. Yeah, I don't think that his use is going to change at all. I think that uh, he got paid what he got paid because – we didn't want to go anywhere, and he's a vital piece of what Kyle wants to do. And so, therefore, um, he didn't see anybody else in the league that can do what Juice does for this team and uh, couldn't couldn't pay somebody less money. So, But I think that he'll continue to do exactly what he does. Yeah. Or what he has done, I should say. Uh, this question is, when are the new uh, jerseys with the 75 pads dropping? Um, and I don't have an answer for that. I don't know when – I've seen people on Facebook posting them with them on there, but I don't know if that's legit or, you know, somebody doing a side hustle type thing. I don't know. Right. So I, yeah, I don't, I don't have an update on that. Sorry, buddy. Uh, Omar says, Mike, you have to cut one. Who are you cutting? Oh, you're doing this because they're both from Jersey. Dante Johnson or Kevin White. And this is an easy one for me. I'm going to cut Kevin White uh, as much as I uh, love both of these guys. And I'll be honest with you. I think if I had to say which one was more talented, it would be Kevin White, but um, I think the the cornerback position is a little thin, and Dante Johnson can play left, right, and um, in the middle. So I would keep him. I think he's just a more needed piece here. All right. Uh, Mike posted the cutest early Father's Day post earlier. What is a great Father's Day gift, Brian, early or day of? Well, we uh, kind of. Go ahead. Touched it or touched on this already, but um, I would say a great Father's Day gift is, you know, well, obviously for us would be Niners gear, but um, um, 
you know, whom, whom I know that Melissa's family doesn't uh, all support the 49er fandom. So, uh, you know, whomever that they support, you know, you got to you got to go out and get whatever they, they want for there. It's not a gift for you. It's a gift for them. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. My wife did ask me what I wanted for dinner on Father's Day. And what sucks is that I'm on strawberries. Call, so. <laughs> well, no, I'm, I'm on call, so I don't even know if I'll be able to get anything, you know, like cold dinner it, it's th there's certain meals that have to be served and eaten fresh right not reheated or anything like that and so you got to be careful with picking something on that day when you know you you could be called out to work in, at any moment um my deuces says hypothetical uh what do you guys think yeah what do you guys think kyle would do with the roster like the 2011 niner squad I 2011 can't. was uh alex smith is the starting quarterback Right. Frank Gore uh, was running back. There was Delaney Walker and Vernon to... Davis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Michael Crabtree was here. Who was opposite Crabtree? Was it 2011? That was Kevin Kevin uh, Williams. Ke no, not Williams. What's his name? Kevin, the dude who fumbled the ball that everyone hated. Yeah. Um, uh, oh my God! His dad played for the freaking played baseball. No, not again. Who was that? It was Ke it was Kyle Kyle Williams. Kyle, yeah. I said Kevin Williams. Kyle Williams was a wide receiver. Uh, the offensive line was uh, Joe Staley, Mike Upati, Alex Boone. Uh, I believe the center was the guy from the Saints, or was that the following year? Anyway, that that's the offense. Um, we didn't have uh, anyone to really stretch the field. I think Vernon Davis might have been like the fastest uh pass catcher on the on the team at the time. Uh we had Frank Gore and Kendall Hunter as running backs. That was a running back duo. Uh what do you think Kyle does with a team a team like that that made it to the NFC championship game and lost? Yeah, I don't know that that set of guys necessarily fills Kyle's current thought process. So I, I don't know. I mean, I'd have to I mean, I'd really have to. That's a good question. I mean, I, but I'd really have to sit down and look at the rosters, um, and kind of go back and look at how he was calling from an offensive. I mean, if you're talking about bringing the eleven guys to today, that's a little bit easier. But otherwise, you need to go back and look at how he was play calling in 2011, and see whether or not those two things would mesh together. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think I think. The uh, the Niners, if I'm not mistaken, were one of the top rushing teams in the league that year, or maybe it was the year after. But I do know one thing: I absolutely loathe Greg Roman's play calling. I remember being upset about Greg Roman's play calling, and it was an upgrade from uh, Ray. What was his name? He was right before Greg Roman. All he did was Ray Ray. I don't oh know. my God, Jimmy Ray. People leave this team. It's the data dump for me. It's like, oh, they're gone. Yeah. <laughs> It, it, it was Jimmy Ray, and he had like three plays that he would call. Uh, so it was an upgrade from Jimmy Ray, but I hated, I hated, hated, hated uh, uh, Greg Roman's play calling his entire time here. And so I think Kyle would have done more with that offense, made it a little bit more dynamic, a little more unpredictable. So I don't know how far we go, though, because that defense, I mean, that defense was top five. Right, right. It was phenomenal defense. So, all right. Uh, let me see here. Asking for someone, can we make Bosa's nickname Barbosa? I 
I'm not. That's longer. I, isn't a nickname supposed to be shorter than shorter, what? Or yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, I guess his nickname is Little Bear, so that's not really shorter. <laughs> that's true. Um, speaking of Barbosa, I just saw something last night that said Johnny Depp got kicked off of Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, he's no longer allowed because of all of his legal issues that he's having with the kids and divorce and whatever. So because he's getting a divorce, he can't do a show? No, it has no. to do with what all the allegations and stuff were from his ex-wife or whatever. The, the whomever, I don't even know. I think, the, yeah, they were married, but they lived in like France. So I, uh, it was a weird situation. But um, yeah, basically Disney cut him. So he's not he's not wholesome enough, if you will, for Disney, even though you know they have their, you know how I, Disney is. <laughs> I, I tell you what, man. I understand that it's, it's like a thriving franchise, and I don't even like Johnny Depp movies, but that role he was made, like like Iron Man or Tony Stark, like uh, Robert Downey Jr. was made for that right. role. Like that was as close to his real life <laughs> circumstance as it gets. Like this guy who just didn't care about what other people said and was all about, like some people are just made for certain roles, and, and I'm telling you, man. That was a phenomenal role for Johnny Depp. So right. it's gonna it's gonna be really weird. And I I'm gonna watch it because my wife loves the franchise, but I don't think I would go and look for it knowing that. Um here we go. This might be the last one for the night. Uh could Hurd be an option at tight end opposite of Kittle if he has uh lost speed and athlete and athleticism since he's been out so long? Kelvin Benjamin is and he missed a year. What do you think? Um, I don't think that's I don't think that that plays to his strengths within the Shanahan system um so I think that they keep him at wide receiver but it'll you know training camp's going to tell a lot so I mean we'll have to wait and see I will say this about my guy hurt his feet are far too good uh to not still be able to play wide receiver um and he get he gets that from his days as playing running back um this guy he, he he's he's really really good um and Kelvin Benjamin is trying to play tight end it hasn't been a successful thing yet this guy just couldn't control his weight so much that he's like forget it i'll still be a pass catcher but at a different position so uh that's it there uh i'm gonna give you this one and then we'll get out of here at exactly 30 minutes do you think trey sermon will have the most carries this year if not who do you have um well the way things are going it's very possible that that's the way it ends up but right now i still have most having the most boom we're done peace